What is going on, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast where, based on a monthly theme, I nerd out about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. Now, hopefully, this episode will go by smoothly because my neighbors, I don't know what their deal is today, but they've been on some major bullshit today. Like, I've had my neighbors across from me, fucking cause all kinds of ruckus. I understand if you want to hang out with people and have fun. But when you're constantly, constantly just like, you know, all the time you want to like scream and everything. It's just, I, I'm, I get sick of it. Plus everybody stomps around like the stomping, the stomping around from like the stairs and everything I can handle. But just, you know, people across was just yelling all the time unnecessarily. I just no, that's it. That's where I draw the line. So anyway, I'm doing with that, and hopefully we won't hear much of that during this episode. But what is this episode about, you may ask? Well, when this episode comes out, it will be December. So obviously I'm going to make December like Christmas and winter themed. But I didn't want to give up on Zelda month just yet. Only because I had this whole idea for another Zelda episode, and I didn't realize that when the day this episode comes out... It is going to be, uh, God, look at my calendar. I am horrible with dates. By the day that, the time this episode comes out, it's going to be December 3rd. So we're already going to be in December. God, December is so, it's, it's come up really fast, God. But I wanted to squeeze out one more Zelda episode. Just going to get one more before next year. Uh, hopefully next year when I do Zelda month, if I'm still doing this podcast by then, I get to talk about the, Excuse me, I get to talk about the Breath of the Wild sequel, but the last episode for this year's Zelda month that I want to do is something that the internet is probably going to roast me for, just roast the hell out of me for. I am going to be doing a tier list based on all the Zelda games. I'm going to be ranking them in my own opinion. Yes, my own opinion. If you have your own different opinion, then fantastic but these are just my opinions so before the internet roasts me new episodes of this podcast come out every saturday so make sure you like follow make sure that your air freshener is quiet before you start recording um you know just do all the things that do all the stuff because every time a notification bell rings an angel gets a new ford f-150 but with that being said Let's get in to my Zelda tier list. Alright, have I given you all enough time to get your torches and pitchforks ready? Because I guarantee I'm going to make some enemies (laughs) with this episode. But just please remember that this is my opinion. I'm not saying your opinions are wrong at all. I might. But, you know, your own opinion is your own own opinion. And my opinion is my opinion. So let's just leave it at that. Uh, Before I get into that, I'm going to pull up a Zelda game list. Because otherwise I'm just reading off my tier list. And I kind of want to do these like randomly actually give me a 
Give me a split second here. Two thousand years later. Alright, so to help me pick out a different Zelda game to list off of my list, I have my trusty old picker wheel here again. You guys might remember I did this, I used this thing in my uh, Halloween movie tier list back in October, but I decided this time to use it with Zelda games, so let's give her a spin. What do we got? We got The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass from 2007. Now, Phantom Hourglass, it's one I didn't really play, so I can't really fairly rank it. But I did love, like, I, I have watched gameplay of, like, Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. And I'll definitely put them in a C. They look like fun games. I'll just put them at a fair C because I have not personally played them. But yeah, Phantom Hourglass, I'd definitely put at a C because in that, I heard in that one, uh, Zelda actually dies and she kind of, she becomes your companion throughout the whole game. Uh, no, that's not the one with trains that spirit tracks, but yeah, Phantom Hourglass, I'd definitely put it at a C because while I haven't played it, you know, it's, uh, you know, it looks like a fun game, and I'd be definitely willing to play it if I got my hands on it. Alright, next one. Spin, spin, spin. What do we got? <laughs> Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. I have not personally played this one either, but I've seen plenty of gameplay videos. Like, most of these, like, if I haven't played them, I have watched playthroughs of it. And Triforce Heroes, to me, just looks, it looks ridiculous. Like, I think the plot is, it's not Hyrule, it's a totally different kingdom. And the princess was cursed with wearing, like, a full bodysuit. And you basically had to fight your way, fight the queen to release the princess from this bodysuit. So everything's, like, very fashion-centric. And it just... It looks kind of dumb. It's like a poor man's... It's like basically if you ordered Four Swords Adventure off of Wish, you get Triforce Heroes. So where did I put that? I put that I put that F tier. Like I have not played it. And from the playthroughs I have seen, I have no desire to. And also I think another thing about Triforce Heroes is that it focuses heavily on like online multiplayer. Like, you're supposed to have two other people with you to help you out throughout the journey. Otherwise, like, you can do it solo, but it's a huge pain in the ass. So, I would definitely put it at F tier. I have not personally played it, but I, after seeing some playthroughs, I have no desire to whatsoever. Moving on. We got... Ooh, okay. Link's Awakening from 1993. I didn't realize the original Link's Awakening came out the year I was born. Um, I never, well, I played a little bit of the original. I played a lot more of the uh, the Switch remake that came out. And, you know, I, th I love Link's Awakening. It's a it's very solid, solid Zelda title. I love the whole idea of... Uh, Lynch just washes up on this random island and it turns out 
everything is a, oh spoilers by the way it turns out everything is a dream like everything was everything was in link's head like malon uh the windfish everything i just love the idea that that was all a bad dream or was it but <laughs> as far as where i would put it god i cannot read this thing for the life of me uh, did i even put link's awakening in here oh yes yeah, did i yes i did i put it a tier like i said i love it i especially love the switch remake like the the original was good and then there was a uh god excuse me doing podcasts getting mad about zelda really gets me gassy but there is the original remake or there's the original on game boy and then there is a dx version that came out for the game boy color which gave her color and then when you have the uh the remake on the Switch, which I believe came out like a year or two ago. I I can't remember if it came out in 2020 or 2021. But yeah, we had that, that remake come out. And I definitely like the remake more. Just because it's, you know, you can play it on a like a home console. You can play it on like a bigger TV instead of the original Game Boy that you can never play unless you had good lighting. Like, seriously. That's my one gripe about uh, the original Game Boy you know, not the SP, even the Advance. The SP, you know, got it right because they had the backlight. But the original Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance, I might do another episode because I really want to go on a tangent about video game systems. But the original Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, they were they were great. I had I had a Game Boy Color and I had a Game Boy Advance. You cannot play them at all unless you had really good lighting, and it was just terrible. They should have. I mean, obviously they didn't have the technology, but if I could go back in time and be like, hey, so um, here's the thing. People need to see what they're playing, and you know kids are going to play in the dark, so let's work on a light. Well, actually, they did do a light, but it was a stupid one that you had to plug in the back, and then it had like a thing over, so half the time, this little flashlight is in your line of sight. But, whew, anyway, huh. <sighs> We're not talking about video game sisters. We're talking about Zelda. So I'll put that I'll put that aside. I'll put that on the top shelf with a note that says, please read later. But uh, yeah, Link's Awakening. Let me pull back up my list. I put at A tier. So let's spin the wheel again and see what other what <laughs> what other game fan base am I gonna make angry? Ooh. <laughs> It's funny I mentioned making people angry, because the next game that popped up is Skyward Sword. Now, a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people have calmed down by this point. Uh, Skyward Sword came out in 2011, by the way. They released it for the uh, 25th anniversary, and if you don't know the plot, it's basically the beginning of the entire timeline. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it when it came out. They thought the stamina system was bullshit. They thought Fee was bullshit. And they just, a lot of people did not like Skyward Sword. They didn't like the motion controls. They didn't like everything about it. But I happen to really love Skyward Sword. I actually, like, controversial opinion. I actually really love Fee as a character. Do I think she can definitely be annoying? Absolutely. Like, I love that the, uh, they did a remake or they re-released it on the Switch. 
and they fixed Fee in the aspect that she doesn't pop up, like, every time she needs to tell you something useless, you know? Like, she doesn't need to tell you useless information all the goddamn time. They actually also fixed the... So, there was a thing originally in Starward Sword when it came out that, like, you would get an item, you would do a little cutscene and be like, you got this, blah, blah, blah. Or if you got, like, a material thing, like, you got Amber. And then it would go all the way to the screen to show you where the Amber goes and then bring you back to the gameplay. But the re-release on the Switch, they got rid of that entirely. Or at least they made it easier because in the original, like, it would show you that, you would save, and then it would show you it again. And it would just pop up, like, every time you went back in. But the Switch remake, like, if you've already collected a bunch of these... They're not going to, you know, pop, have that whole thing pop up every single time. But, no, anyway, I was talking about Fee. I actually really liked Fee as a character because in the beginning, she's just, you know, she's like, oh, I'm appointed by the, the goddess Hylia. Let's do this thing or whatever. But throughout the journey, she actually develops somewhat of a personality. And the ending, like when Link has to put the Master Sword back in the pedestal, and, you know, she's like, oh, I enjoyed our adventure, blah, blah, blah. And she actually gets kind of emotional. Like, she she has developed emotions. She actually tells Link that she cares and she had fun and everything. And she's basically sad about saying goodbye. So, you know. Well, actually, she's not really saying goodbye. She's just saying goodbye to this version of Link. Because she's going to be with other versions of Link for generations to come. So, I really liked V as a character, and I really liked the art and everything. I definitely loved flying around on the Loftwing. It was just, it was really, f I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. There were some bullshit, part, bullshit parts, like, I completely hate the, uh, the tear quest, the Tears of Light quest, because at least in Twilight Princess, when you did it, at least there, you could defend yourself. But in Skyward Sword... No, you cannot defend yourself at all. One hit and you have to start the whole thing all over again. It's bullshit. But anyway, as far as where I would rank Skyward Sword, I put it at A tier. It's not, well, it is definitely one of the, one of my top favorite Zelda games, but there are other games that beat it out. There is, in fact, four games that I have that beat out. Starward Sword as best, but I definitely love Starward Sword, and I'll pick it up and play it, you know, whenever I get the chance. Actually, I should get it from my Switch, because I have a Switch Lite, so I should get it, but yeah, I would put Starward Sword at A tier. So let's spin again. Oh, interesting. The Legend of Zelda from 1986, the original Zelda game, the first, very first Zelda game. Where did I put it? Yeah, where did I put it? Oh, I put it at, yeah, what was I thinking, B tier? So, I actually put it in B tier, but I definitely put it at A tier. One, because, I mean, while it isn't, while it isn't in my top five Zelda games, it's, you know, it's interesting, it's fun to play, and... It was basically the start of everything. It's where everything got its start. I, you know, I love it. I love the original Zelda game, <laughs> especially the aspect of basically like 
There's no ham-fisted story. There's no like, oh, the underdog. Well, there is, but it's an optional thing you can read. But basically, if you don't read that, the game is basically like, hey, you're a little green dude. Go in this cave. The old man is like, hey, here's a sword. And you being a young boy, you're like, oh, cool, thanks. And then you're off to save Zelda. That's it. That is entirely it. So the original Zelda, I would put at A tier because, you know, it's the start of everything. It was the very first Zelda game and it set a lot of standards for the rest of the series, at least until it went in 3D. But yeah, the original Zelda game, A tier for me. All right, what do we got next? What do we got next? Ooh, okay. Zelda II The Adventure of Link from 1987. <sighs> I put a D tier. It's not the worst Zelda game, but it's definitely one, like if I'm recommending, you know, people play all the Zelda games, I will definitely say like, eh, you can skip two. There's nothing really that pertinent. I mean, unless you're looking at it from like a a timeline aspect, I guess. But Zelda 2, it just did a lot different compared to the very first Zelda game. And it's just, um, I don't know. I, I didn't really enjoy it. it. It was a little too Final Fantasy, if that makes any sense. There's a lot of random encounters and everything. It just, it was weird. It made... It was a little too Final Fantasy. It was a little too, just, I don't know. And there was a, it was a way harder in a lot of aspects too. Like stupid hard, you know, but no, Zelda 2, I would put at D tier just cause, you know, D tier. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Anyway, what are we doing now? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, this is the part of the episode where a lot of a lot of you may click off. Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time from 1998, what is basically considered to be the best Zelda game of all time. Some people even claim it to be the best game of all time. And while I don't agree with it being the best Zelda game ever. I don't agree with it being one of the best, well, it is one of the best games. It was one of the most iconic games ever for sure, but one of the best games ever that's debatable. I still really love Ocarina of Time. I love the story. I love that it's basically the Zelda franchise, the Zelda series first venture into 3D. I just love everything about Ocarina of Time. So I put it at A tier. It is, it's, isn't it my top five? I don't know. But it's, and you know, it's still a really fun game. I really liked it. But I only put it A tier because I know, I just, I just hate that it gets way more, way more praise than it really deserves. A lot of people are like, oh, well, the graphics, the graphics still hold up today. The graphics are amazing. Yeah, they were amazing. At the time. <laughs> but it's just it it came out in 1988 we've we've done we've basically we've expanded since then we've gotten better since then we don't need to hang on to 1998 graphics it's like do you miss a lot of people are like oh well the graphics are good 
and no other game can, you know, give you the same feeling that Ocarina of Time did. Is it that? Or do you miss what was going on in your life when that game came out? Is that it? Do you just miss it being 1988? Do you miss, do you miss how games used to be? Or do you miss it being 1988 and you being an innocent youth? <laughs> anyway, Ocarina of Time. I put a, a tier. Still a really great game and still one I highly recommend. It's pivotal, pivotal to the whole Zelda timeline. Uh, yeah, I put it at A tier because it's a really good Zelda game. Not my top five, but it's a really great Zelda game. Actually, I think it's number five in my top five, but anyway, I digress. What do we got next? Oh, okay. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which came out in 2017 for both the Wii U and Nintendo Switch. Breath of the Wild, I believe, was the first Zelda game to have like an open world aspect. Because in Breath of the Wild, once you went through the shrines on the... Uh, the the Great Plateau, you were basically free to go wherever. Like the game kinda the game told you where to go from there. Cause the team was like, go to Kakarito Village, there's somebody you can talk to. But you don't have to go to Kakarito Village. Like you don't have to go there. You could go straight to Ganon if you want to. You will die. You will die. Yeah, you will die, but you know, you could go straight to Ganon if you want. You can go straight and fight him. You can end the game as early as you want. It doesn't It doesn't really matter what you do. So, Breath of the Wild was really cool. Actually, looking at my phone, my background right now is the, uh, the Sheikah Slate background. It's just, I really love Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild did a lot. I could do without the weapon durability, but Breath of the Wild was amazing for what it did. And it actually was able to reintroduce voice acting into Zelda games and actually make it work. Because previously, when they tried to do voice acting with Zelda games, it was the Zelda CDI games, and we all know what happened there. But they actually did voice acting really well in Breath of the Wild. I actually really loved... Zelda's voice actor, I loved, well, they kept Link silent because they were like, you know, we can voice everybody else, but no matter what, Link will be silent except for his, you know, his little, yet, hit, pat, pat, Link. <laughs> but, but yeah, Breath of the Wild was an amazing game. It looks great. There are so many places you can go, so many places you can explore. So, Breath of the Wild, I put at S tier. It is definitely in my top five Zelda games. It's not my number one favorite, but it's in my top five. And I absolutely love it, so I put it at S tier. Okay, we got... The Oracle games, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Uh, just to be fair, this one will be short. I'll put it at C because uh, a lot of people said that they're really good games and they had fun with them. I never played them, so I'll put it at a fair C only because I haven't played them yet. So I'll put them, yeah, C. I'll just give it a fair, fair ranking of C. All right. 
Not feeling the burn quite yet. Link to the past. Link to the past. All right, 91. I, where did I put it? Did I put it? Yes, I put it at A tier. I put it at A tier because it was um, one of the first Zelda games on the Super Nintendo. And I remember, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but I played it on the uh, the Wii Virtual Console. And I absolutely really, I absolutely loved it. I love the design of it, just the atmosphere of it. I love the story. I love the music in it. The music is really, was really good. Especially with the, the uh, intro. Actually, if I can find the intro, I'll put it in right here. That intro music, whoo, gets you ready for a Zelda adventure, am I right? Uh, the only reason I put it A tier is because there's a really easy way to cheese the game, and it's it's super easy, right? There's a known glitch, and I'm guilty of doing this too, so. I mean, I guess, you know, this is kind of a side thing. I'm not ranking it based on this glitch, but there's a there's a glitch you can do where you do a certain amount of things, which allows you to clip through a wall and a lot of the areas in Links of the Past are connected on like a grid thing. So you clip into this wall, you go, you know, this way, that way, this way, that way. And then at one point you can just keep going up and up on like in this wall and you actually pass by uh, Ganon's boss fight at the end of the game. And when you pass by that room, all of a sudden you're at the Triforce. You're at the end of the game. You like, you beat the game basically by cheating and glitching the matrix so that has nothing to do with why i put it at a i put it at a because again it's not my top five but it's still a great zelda game and i highly recommend it to anyone who wants to play it all right Whew, i'm almost running out of breath trying to talk about these games Ooh, okay legend of zelda four swords adventure Four Swords Adventure from 2004. I put this at B because I never fully finished it because I never really had a copy for that long. But Four Swords Adventure was, you know, it was it was pretty fun. It was weird because there was this uh, there's this thing called the the Four Sword, which Link got a hold of, and it actually split Link into you know four separate links. So you got to control four separate links or you and a friend, because I believe this one was one of the first ones that focused on multiplayer. You know, something that Triforce Heroes tried to recreate, but I already went on that rant, so... <laughs> so, yeah. Four Swords Adventure, it did a multiplayer thing. There was actually, I think, a thing where you could connect a Game Boy Advance to it, and it just, you know, it you could do certain stuff in it. But Four Swords Adventure, it was really interesting. It was a really interesting concept, and uh, from the time I played it, I really liked it. So, just, uh, you know, keep it fair. I'll put it at B tier. Spin. Spin wheel. Spin like your life means something. <laughs> okay. Alright, the Breath of the Wild sequel, otherwise known as Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I put that... I put that as C just because it has not come out yet. It's not really fair to rank it if it hasn't come out yet. So actually, you know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at a C right now, because you know obviously it hasn't come out yet. But I'm hoping I can put it at A or S tier. Like when it does come out, I'm hoping it's A or S tier worthy because it's been it's been worked on for so goddamn long. Like when did the first trailer drop? I think the first trailer was like two, uh, 2017, 2018, somewhere in there. No, 20, 2019, I believe was the first trailer. And we're finally possibly getting the game next year, 2023. So uh, I'll, put, I'll keep it at a C for right now until the game comes out. But I'm hoping it's an A or S tier. All right, we're down to the final however many. Ooh, okay, okay, all right. Wind Waker, 2002. Wind Waker, Wind Waker. I put it at S tier. I fucking love Wind Waker. I feel like I would definitely be the odd man out if I got this game when it came out. I didn't play Wind Waker till like, way later in life. I actually think I played a little bit of the original first and then I officially played it th all the way through and beat it when the uh, the HD version came out for the Wii U. But I love Wind Waker. I love the art style. I love all the different characters. There's a lot of personality in the game. I love the uh, the music. I just love everything about it. And this is the first appearance of what people like to call Toon Link. Well, that's just, that's how he's referred to in Smash Brothers. But Wind Waker, Wind Waker is an amazing game and I highly recommend it to anyone who's looking to start Zelda for the first time. So I put, I put Zelda, I put Wind Waker at S tier because it is definitely in my top five. It's in my top three, actually, but I'll go over that top five at the end of this episode when I'm done when I'm done making people mad at me that's for sure Ooh. all right this next one you know where it's gonna go Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess S tier S tier absolute S tier God tier God tier if there is one God tier I just I really love Twilight Princess it is my all-time favorite Zelda game of all time because it's the first one I ever owned and the one I spent the most time with, you know, exploring and just finishing it again and again and again. Like, I think I've finished Twilight Princess you know, too many times than I can count right now. Twilight Princess is amazing. I love the, the dark atmosphere of it. I love the music. I love the character design. I love everything about it. Twilight Princess is an amazing game. It's my absolute favorite Zelda game of all time. So S tier, God tier if I can. Easy God tier for me. I love Twilight Princess. All right, we're down to our final four. What do we got next? Give me the goods. Give me the goods. Give me the goods. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Next we got Minish Cap. Where did I put Minish Cap? I put it at A tier because I only like I haven't fully completed Minish Tap. Uh, I never had really had the resources to fully complete it, but from the time that I did have with it, 
I loved it. I loved everything about I loved the whole mechanic of shrinking into like this whole other world. Like you're exploring the same world, but once you shrink, it's like a whole different world. You're exploring a whole new world, you know, the same world from a whole new perspective. It's just, and, and the game was portable too. That's what I really liked. I don't think I, no, I never owned it on Game Boy Advance, but back in the day, I used to have an Android phone and I would, I had a, uh, a Game Boy emulator on my Android phone and I downloaded Minish Tap. The two games that I played the most with that emulator were Minish Tap and Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. So, yeah, the time I had with Minish Tap, I absolutely loved it. So, I put it at A tier because it's, you know, it's really amazing. It's a really good game. And I highly recommend anybody, you know, if you can find a Game Boy, pick it up for sure. If you want to emulate it, do that. But Minish Tap, yeah, I love Minish Tap. All right. Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. Where did I put that? I put it at A tier because, uh, where did I put it? Along with Link to the Past, it's basically a, almost a direct sequel to Link to the Past. It's, and it's definitely amazing. When I had my 3DS, I played Link Between Worlds. I at least completed it like a few times, I believe. I love the whole, I love how it basically gives off the same feel that I had with Link to the Past, but, you know, it's a whole new thing. New graphics, uh, 3D and all that. It's, I love the whole thing of, like, going between worlds, too. Like, Link has the power to merge into walls, and you can go between different worlds, just like Link, uh, Link to the Past. And it's just, it, it gave me the same feeling that I had playing Link to the Past, even though one time to complete it, I cheated. But, you know... I, I really liked it. I love Link Between Worlds. I actually completed this one without having to cheat. <laughs> but yeah, Link Between Worlds, I put it A tier because it's amazing. All right. Two more games. Actually, I'm going to, I'm not going to spin it because there's two more games because one I want to talk about last, uh, Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks, where did I put it? This is one that I didn't really play that much either, but I put it at D tier because I know a lot of people love it and <laughs> try not to base my opinion on like other people's opinion but I've heard it's a really good game and since I have not personally had any time with it I'm just gonna take everyone else's word for it but I will put it at D tier only because I don't personally have a connection with spirit tracks but it's along the same vein as one waker so you know I'm willing to give it a shot <laughs> and the last game that I have on here is Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask S tier absolute S tier I love Majora's Mask I just have a thing for dark games in general just the darkness I really love I love the whole thing of you only have three days to essentially save the world I love the theories behind it like in my last episode I explored the theory that Link is actually dead Throughout the entirety of Majora's Mask. I just love the whole mask collecting thing. I love the atmosphere of it. I love I love everything about it. I love just the overall darkness of, of it all. So I put it at S tier because 
It's, you know, it's a really good game. It's another one that I highly recommend anybody getting into Zelda play. But with that out of the way, I guess I'll give you guys my top five Zelda games based on this. So my number one, obviously, is Twilight Princess. Number two uh, Zelda game for me, I would say Majora's Mist. Number three, I would say Wind Waker. Number four, I would put Breath of the Wild. And then number five, <sighs> number five, I would put Skyward Sword. Number, my number five, my five and number five of Skyward Sword. I, I don't know if I said anything earlier, but I don't remember that far back because ADHD. But yeah, number five for me is Skyward Sword. So my top five, going from five to one, Skyward Sword, uh, Wind Waker, or what did I say? Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, Maj Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, and number one, Legend of Zelda. Is that right? Let's see. Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, Zelda. Yeah, that's my top five. So my top, my top favorite Zelda game is Majora's Mask. I don't know how many times I can repeat myself before you guys consider everything, but yeah. That's my Zelda tier list. If you guys aren't willing to hunt me down with torches and pitchforks, let me know what you would rank the Zelda games in your, let me know on social medias. Link is in the link tree in the description. But <sighs> with that being said, now that I can catch my breath, I'm going to end this episode here. I hope you guys enjoyed Zelda month again, phone or watch. Now is not the time. If you guys want to give me suggestions for, you know, stuff to talk about, just go to the, go to the link tree, go to my social medias. No, and you know, just give me ideas. Uh, December, like I said, is going to be, I don't know if I said it earlier, but yeah, December is going to be Christmas stuff, Christmas theme, winter theme stuff. So if you want to give me ideas for that, talk to me. But I'm going to call this episode here. I hope you guys are doing positive things out there. You know, just be nice to one another. Even if you don't want to be nice, just, you know, do, don't be a dick. Just don't be an asshole to each other. Also, remember to stay hydrated, because hydration is important. But with that being said, I've been Cameron, and as always, I will see you in the next episode. Nerd, nerd, out, nerd, out, out.